0: Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual, well, it's begun. <laughs> <laughs> We're appeasing those old gods in all sorts of crazy ways, one minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of vibrantvisionaries.com. And I'm Molly Balin of littleredmark.com. And today we are welcoming back
1: the peanut butter to our respective jellies, Brian Bennett and Gregory Maloof. Hey
0: there. <laughs> Tandem-mandem. Tandem-mandem. Oh, so good. <laughs> Tandemonium. Mm, I like that. Tandem- Tandemonium. Tandemonium. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, our our tandem mandem minute is minute 80 of the movie The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, the creatures breach the control room and the crew scrambles for escape. And it doesn't work out well, in case you guys hadn't
0: figured that out by now. (laughs) Unless you're a scarecrow folk, then it works out great. Yeah, at least for a little bit.
1: I don't know. I guess you can. Can you put yourself back together if you're a scarecrow? I guess you can put yourself back together as a scarecrow person. I think you can. Yeah, I don't really know if you're made of straw. Can you? Can you? I, a fire? I guess. Like, yeah, I guess you'd have to get burned then. Well,
0: if you only had a brain, then yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Your head's all full of stuffing. <laughs> mm. Harry Connick Jr. actually does a really good version version of that song. Well, and, oh, you know, quite. Oh, I can see that being good. Quite nice. Oh kind of heartwarming so yeah (laughs) we get a couple of seconds of sweet sweet patience and um and then Truman yeah we get an action scene so all of a sudden we're in a new location we're we're at the control room Truman you know it's interesting I'm looking at this and I'm seeing Truman shoot at the scarecrow folk Mm -hmm. coming in it looks especially cinematic, like the way they're mm-hmm. the way it's shot. I don't know how else to describe it. It just looked like all of a sudden I imagined myself seeing how cool this would look if I was in a um, drive-in theater. And there was... Mm-hmm.
2: A... Oh, they're very backlit, so that it highlights all the dust and hay. And...
1: Hey. Hi. hey! Hey!
0: Hey! <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah
1: but i get what you're saying this has got kind of a john woo hard-boiled sort of feel here with these guys they feel really they feel really yakuza they're super gangster yeah, coming so in
2: so yeah the, the first scarecrow has definitely got some swagger and just like gets shot in both shoulders it's
3: just kind of like ah, whatever. Just... <laughs> yeah whatever yeah what's a little bit of straw loss you know
2: yeah, sure.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah just stuff that back in later
1: yep totally <laughs>
2: Course, uh, uh, scarecrows aren't really known for their structural integrity too much. So, are we to believe that the scarecrows are the ones that pounded through this, the, the vault door? Right, <laughs> right. Like, what, what, right? What dented and blew in the door before? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I'm wondering back to that previous minute if that explosion was it this? Was it the control room door coming off that huge explosion we saw earlier?
1: Oh, could have been. Yeah,
2: that's possible. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, there's the, the old rules of, you know, SWAT and stuff is whoever breaches the door isn't the first one in the room anyway. So
0: Hmm. maybe maybe Hmm. somebody else, someone bigger
2: breached it, and then the scarecrows go in. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're talking about like a vicious Raggedy Ann and Andy kind of situation. (laughs) We're just
3: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You get the clown and the werewolf on the outside of the door. Go, go, go! (laughs) And then the scarecrows come running in. I mean, suddenly they're coordinated.
0: (laughs) Yeah, these scarecrow I really like them. They're like leaping on on Truman. They are like a team. Like they really mm-hmm. seem to be acting together like we're going to take this guy down. We got you know, we mentioned last episode about the elk aka the the antelope or whatever. It does look like they're working <laughs> together to like take down one.
2: Yeah, and as is we mentioned before like in the previous minute to uh, talk about the uh, you know, people with the fear of clowns and stuff, is I don't have too many rational fears. uh, uh scarecrows a bit, are one, like, as a scarecrows in the movies, like, the Batman, you know, Scarecrow has always mm-hmm. been creepy. These guys are pretty creepy, and it's one of the things, like, I can uh, I, I attest back to when I was a kid. My dad worked for a government agency, and so it would always have like, these office parties, and would be, like, the one room, you know, probably, like, most you know, it was in the 70s you know, mm-hmm. uh, office parties, you bring your kids and you basically the kids would go in the conference room and someone would be playing videos or something and board games and just watch the kids right, while right. the parents were, you know, getting mm. drunk at the party. <laughs> and and I remember this was like a Halloween party and I remember the, the movie they showed was Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, Ugh. which was like... A, oh, Jesus! Yeah, and this was like for <laughs> kids, and it's was like...
1: That was probably...
2: Like, I forgot how old I was. Like, I looked up when that movie came out, I think I was around 10 or something when that came out. And I, I, the only thing I could think of is because that definitely was not appropriate for kids. It was a TV movie, but definitely
1: <laughs> was not appropriate for
2: kids. And I kind of think that maybe someone messed up and thought that they were going to be getting, like, the Disney film that Dr. Sin alias the scarecrow, like a guy that was a highwayman, and hmm. you know, it was a Disney film, but a yeah, highwayman that dressed up as. A scarecrow and,
0: that even sounds pretty yeah, scary. Yes, but it's a Disney, it's a yeah. Disney film, so mm-hmm. at least
2: it's kinda you know, not too bad. But the Dark Knight of the Scarecrow is like you know, Larry Drake plays uh a mentally disabled guy who kind of gets blamed for it's like a, almost like a Frankenstein type situation. He gets mm-hmm. blamed for the the death of some kid or an attack mm-hmm. of some kid, and then he his mom dresses him up as a scarecrow to to hide him in the field until it all blows over. Cause there's like the vigilante group. And then the guys like find him tied up in the field and then shoot him. You know? So this guy dressed up. So you have this, this mentally challenged guy, you know, dressed up as a scarecrow getting killed in the field. And yeah, trauma. <laughs> and then, then, they, <laughs> then they, they plant wow. like a, uh, uh, they found out later that, that the guy was innocent. So they go back and like plant a, like a pitchfork next to his body or something like that. So they can claim self-defense or something. (laughs) Mm. And uh, of course there's something that's not really sure about, like uh, he comes, either he survived the attack or he came back from the dead to avenge something. But anyway, Mm. yeah. Spoilers for a 1970s TV (laughs) movie, but Hey, um, for the people that are going to get all panantic about it. But um, yeah, definitely like watching this guy get killed and, and then revenge murder. Uh, it was for a cute thing like like I started thinking like, why don't I like Scarecrow's <laughs> oh yeah that that's uh, someone yeah. uh, not really screening it and then I don't think even the person that put on the movie was in the room anymore <laughs> right. they were one of them was like hey, we, pop, we pop in every 20 minutes to make sure you guys are still alive
0: and they pop in and you guys <laughs> are like
2: oh, yeah exactly right? we were, and knowing the 70s we were probably locked in that room too so who knows <laughs>
0: Oh i like the, they didn't
3: notice you cowering in the corner <laughs>
2: yeah
0: i like the idea that, that he was dressed up and hung up like a scarecrow and that these guys were vigilantes but they didn't they didn't uh use uh fire and like burn him because that well, they, seems like they were the like
2: well, it was a, the typical 70s vigilante you know not hillbilly but uh mob backwoods of, type yeah people that mm-hmm. got their you know, pickup truck and their rifles and gotcha. So stuff and, stuff. and the mom like i said the mom tried to hide him by making <laughs> him look like a scarecrow
1: oh. Oh, oh, oh. Man. that's a wow. real good movie if you
2: <laughs> want to look that one up
1: wow <laughs> i like the planting the pitchfork idea for self-defense yeah yeah you had
2: rifles you had a pitchfork okay but anyway, so there's my scarecrow trauma. Uh, so you know, these guys are fairly uh, fairly accurate Oof. in that. I I don't really have a, a real life fear of scarecrows now. If <laughs> I see one in real life, just when they're <laughs> animated uh, creepily in movies like this.
1: Yeah. So what would you, what is the actual technical term for that?
3: For scarecrow uh, trauma? Yeah. in my field, I don't know if we I don't know if we have one for scarecrow trauma, but it seems real. It's a real thing now. I,
1: so we there's look that good up? good research
3: the, on that yeah. for those who've been exposed to scarecrows in odd situations in the 70s or <laughs> maybe intergenerational trauma.
2: It's a really, really severe form of hay fever.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be the name of this episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yay! Thank yeah, you, Brian. <laughs> I like the effective use of effects here where the spider the only other time we saw the the huge spider their gargantuan spider was where they simply use the effect of putting a regular size spider in a small box and then shooting it in such a way that they made it that it makes it look as if it's a huge spider and then here we get to see Hadley defending the realm um, by shooting at the shadow (laughs) of a huge spider yeah, it's almost
2: like rear projection mm-hmm. or something.
0: Yeah, but of course, that really is the only way yeah. to deal with
2: spiders is shoot them with an MP five.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he seems like he's doing pretty well. Like in last episode, we were talking about maybe normal firearms aren't effective, but here it does seem like he's fending off the spider much better than Truman fended off the gang of scarecrows, right? I mean, the spider's not coming closer, so I mean, he does seem like he's giving the spider a run for his money. Spider, has yeah. some substance to well, stop I mean, a bullet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, he's got an Uzi, basically. I mean, it looks almost like, would you say it was an MP5? Yeah, it, it's an MP5, 9mm
2: pistol for am, am, yeah, ammunition. But anyway, other than that.
1: <laughs> Good lord. Other than that. Yeah, I know, it's the equivalent of like a, a, a broom at this point. It's just kind of like,
3: <laughs> it's
1: sort of hurting it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he might as well have a pitchfork at
2: this
0: point. Yeah, seriously. He kind of looks like he can barely hold on to it, too, in a way. Like, it's it's getting away mm-hmm. from him, the the gun itself.
2: Yeah, well, luckily he's got the,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the the stubby handle in the the front.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's holding it away from him like he's, he want the, like he's scared of the gun and the spider, but mm-hmm. he's got to use it, so yeah. he's doing his best to... Uh, you don't
2: want to catch hot brass in the face <laughs>
3: oh.
2: as it's being ejected. <laughs>
1: Ooh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's actually, you know, we talk about uh, persons of interest periodically on this show. But that that was the first time I'd ever heard someone in the media actually talk about the the non-reality of that like gangster you're going to cock the gun to the side because the it's going to eject in your face basically. Yeah from
0: mm-hmm.
1: on that show for the first time i'm like yes that totally makes sense that's why that's not a practical thing to do thank you john reese for explaining that to all the kids at home
0: the man in the suit so what the man mm-hmm. in the suit, broke that yes. burner phone and threw it in a trash can <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm always looking for like cheap flip phones and stuff i just want to do that just at a cafe or something just Take a, oh, take a fake phone call and just say something really like cryptic in it and then just snap it in half and dump it in the trash and walk out.
1: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Plant that around town, so shit's be going sideways here. So we've got Hadley with the Uzi who's uh, trying to move the shadow of a spider around. And then, you know, you've got these... Well, of course, Hadley's like, hey, guys, hurry it back up because you've got Citizen and Lynn who are trying to, to bypass the, this code to, to get out of this escape hatch that they've got in the back. And Lynn's not really doing anything other than cowering next to... Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, go pick up a gun. Like, be helpful. Like, what are you doing right now? Yeah,
0: she's well, no root in this one. And of course, as we, mm-hmm. ju- as we, just, as
2: we just pointed out, too it's like guns aren't really doing too much right now either.
0: Yeah.
2: So <laughs> but I do like that that you know Hadley's i are so just like, yo, let's get out of here. And so it's just like yeah, no shit.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, trying.
2: I was just taking a knee back here. I'm not actually doing anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, we were just talking actually off mic about poor Truman being basically disemboweled by a crew of of scarecrows and just the, the frightening quality of, of just guts being, your own guts being shown to you in your last moments.
3: Yeah, of all the, you know, zombie tropes, like, you know, I watch a lot of Walking Dead. That's the mm-hmm. one that I don't want to go down that way of having my entrails shown to me. <laughs> That's just not the way I want to go. I mean, if you got to bite my neck or do something else, but... Because there's moments where he's just looking at his own intestines, and that to me is horrifying. Mm-hmm. I do not want to go down. I mean, I'll go down with, you know, with the zombie, but I do not want my stomach ripped open. And having my insides just kind of thrown around, <laughs> that's just not my idea of a way to go. Well, I think yeah, that pretty much informs his decision to, uh, like,
2: well, I can see my insides. So huh, this grenade is not going to do anything worse than that. Right,
0: yeah. right. But at least yeah. like
2: I can protect the other people by doing this.
0: Yeah. yeah and that goes back to very way back in the beginning when we first meet him and Hadley asks him oh do you know you know what we do here and he says yes i've been prepped and Hadley says paraphrasing it but you've been prepped but have you been prepared mm-hmm. and i would mm-hmm. say he, it definitely seems like he's been prepared because it seems like he does have the he has in mind the best course of action for the good of the team or yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in that alien sort of way of like, when you know, you're just completely screwed at this point. And you know, like Brian was saying, at least in your last moments, you can be protective of others and, and just go ahead and, and there is kind of a, a fuck you on the way out the door to have, you know, five people on you, your guts laying out and be like, we all gonna go now, you know, <laughs> and pulling the pin. So you know, I, I appreciate all of those, those micro decisions and those last minutes.
3: It's <laughs> true soldier move, because I always mm-hmm. presume Truman was CIA trained or soldier trained, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, he when you see your entrails, he knows what to do. Yeah. He pulls the pin <laughs> and calls it a day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, um, you know, yeah, I guess his brains aren't pulled out so he can still use them. Because if somebody was saying, go with your gut instinct, that might not be something that's available to you if your guts are on well, the, the outside. The gut instinct
2: is, if you see your guts,
3: the instinct should be to pull a
2: pin out a grenade.
0: <laughs>
3: I think, Heidi, at one point in the podcast, you had mentioned you and molly were talking about what the training manual might look like for this right so there might be a chapter on like what to do when your insides are out <laughs> he's prepared and he's taking the scarecrows with him so it's a good move
0: mm-hmm. yeah totally agree and i love the shot too we get the explosion and man you see all sorts of innards flying <laughs> right into the camera and
2: I was to say, actually, so the, the training manual is one of those things that early on uh, didn't never really is addressed is, like, in the everybody scenes when they're in the break room, and we see all the posters of, like, your normal break room posters. Right. That,
3: oh, no. that, that would indicate,
2: <laughs> there are, like, OSHA safety posters up there. Exactly. Which would indicate that this facility has been inspected by OSHA.
0: Exactly. I, I mentioned that at <laughs> <in> the beginning <laughs> of this podcast, too. <laughs> it's
2: like you know, someone Roach had to cut the line off on all this stuff. It's like, oh, your monster containment unit. Oh, this looks, this is up to code for for monster containment. And totally, it's like, yeah, just, just one of those things that just, I think I like a third viewing or something. I was like, wait a minute, what? That that's not. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, so anyway, back to this moment. I just had to. It was just one of those things that just was. No, when you, when great, you really think you know? about it, when you start breaking this stuff down minute by minute, like the absurdities of things you just take for granted, and
0: then, you know. uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah, like totally. these guys probably, you know, maybe even go on like um team building retreats and stuff like that. A <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, forced, forced fun. Forced fun, yes. Forced fun. Wow, well, it's good to know
3: safety first. Yeah. You know, as employees, you're surrounded by clowns and. Scarecrow. So it's good to know that OSHA's been involved at some level. <laughs>
2: really, really grainy, trainy films that are slightly odd. Like, what could be? What monsters come loose least? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Hadley yeah.
2: really takes one for the team. Oh, Hadley lands on his keys hard.
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. He really like gets some like excellent air. I love the the spray of. Hay here too is just amazing.
3: The scarecrow innards. Yeah. yeah. Hay
1: spray. It's the hay
0: spray. Yeah.
3: <laughs> hay and barbecue everywhere.
0: Man. <laughs> yeah, you know, we um we're looking a little bit at the all the different folks who worked on this. There are tons of stunt people. So I think they did, mm-hmm. again, this is definitely a stunt person part here when Hadley's flying through. But yeah, mm-hmm. they do a good job of, um, you don't really get to see his face. You know, that's usually the giveaway when it's a stunt person versus your... But I guess a middle-aged white guy is probably pretty easy to match up with a stunt person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they guys. are like, coming off of trees. I can just, like, pick you, like, loaf... <laughs>
0: Low-hanging fruit.
2: <laughs> yeah, but even even a sort of person landing on all those control buttons—that.
0: <laughs> well, it has gotta hurt, right? Oh yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean the impact looks like—I mean it's hurtful to watch. That's why it's so good.
2: Mm-hmm. And then he's just gonna take a little nap. Rolls over. I'm sleepy now.
0: <laughs> and it's kind of like a little dream sequence here when he finally hits the ground and the dust is settling. I guess is what we're kind of. Yeah,
3: thinking
0: is going on
3: mm-hmm. and yeah and the soundtrack changes too you mm-hmm. get this whole titanic symphony <laughs> that suddenly happens like similar to the unicorn when the mm-hmm. heidi was pointing out earlier with the, there's a lot of sound changes in these two minutes mm-hmm. and uh it gets very symphonic all of a sudden mm-hmm. with him daydreamy with the uh, the merman about yeah, to come here the yeah, some moist slaps yeah. coming at you <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
3: you get that that moisture comes back
1: (laughs) when you hear the moist slap coming at you through the mist
0: (laughs) this will be the final time that i um mention return of the living dead but there's there are things that are parallel to that here as well which is Mm -hmm. that in that movie early on um the there's, you know, the punk teens, the punk and new wave teens in that movie, and mm-hmm. the girl that acts real. I'm real punk rock and kind of a sexy girl, and she's played by a woman. <laughs> actually, I think uh, even worked in some adult films. But somebody, she says, "Have you ever imagined how you'd want to die, or something like that?" And she says. I'd want to have men tear me apart limb from limb just hands all over my body and blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, later on when she dies, it's a bunch of undead old men ripping and tearing at her body. So it really mirrors, you know, the scarecrow folk, Mm. but then also here's Hadley Hadley didn't say I want to die by the hands of the Murhan, the Murhan man
1: the merman but he did say you know he keeps
0: there's a running theme of Hadley. Want he wanted to see a merman <laughs> so now he's seeing mm-hmm. the merman in a way he never really expected
3: yeah i got that same feeling again that there's this faded like irony
0: mm-hmm. with this
3: whole thing imploding that the whole ritual was ba- eventually it was bound to backfire on them i mean who knows how many years or decades they've been doing Mm-hmm. And appeasing the gods, but I think in this moment Hadley represents that kind of uh, I don't know. There's this fate that the music itself sounds like he was destined to uh, mm-hmm. to get what's coming to him just from the whole from the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting.
1: Yeah, and I love that there's this. I mean, we're I mean, it looks like mist to me. It's probably more accurately smoke from the explosion. But there there's such a, a beautiful, majestic, dramatic moment that's being created you know that that there's this sense of fate that's completely matching up at this point
3: And it's magical and it's magical <laughs> His death is magical
0: it is. <laughs> <laughs> well is there anything else about this minute or any part of the movie that our gentleman guests want to comment on before we call it a do i think. i can yeah, think we of. covered it molly how about you no i'm i'm complete, <laughs> <How about laughs> complete? You?
1: I am complete. complete. I feel complete. As the merman completes Hadley, I am complete. <laughs>
0: well, we've got a very special merman guest coming up for our our uh, next episode, so definitely stay tuned for Friday when that special gentleman... For merman oh, I've said too much. <laughs> for merman minute. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um thank you to both of you guys for showing up and hanging out with us today yeah
3: thanks for having us it's great
0: fun stuff Yay, fun fun stuff yeah. um and yeah pokey thank you for being so quiet it's almost as if you're not here
1: <laughs> thank you pokey i wish i could thank moness for the same but he got up on the <laughs> table on point, now. but yeah was...
0: thanks for being peaceful for the last hour moness yeah and um <laughs> You can find us as usual at cabinminutecast.com, cabinminutecast on Instagram and Twitter and such. And yeah, make sure to find us over at the Gabin in the Woods Facebook group and let us know your um, what you think about these minutes. There's so much crazy activity that happened this week. and And or if you have any fear of clowns or if you've seen this movie that Brian is talking about that sounds...
3: That <laughs> we've scarecrow trauma, yeah. we can start a <laughs> <this> dark <laughs> night of the scarecrow. Dark in the woods.
0: night of the scarecrow.
1: So thank you guys for listening in on this Wednesday, and we will see you back at the cabin.